So last week I gave an introduction about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. I'm not going to go into the recap because I kind of gave an overview of what I'll be talking about. And I'm excited. I mean, I have a lesson plan, but I'm excited how this is going to unfold because this, I know it's already unfolding differently, but it's going to be fine. Uh, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, and Matthew twenty-four fourteen. So Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. Let me know when you're there, please. And then we go to Matthew twenty-four fourteen. Are you there? 4.23. Okay, I'm going to read that verse. Matthew 4.23. I better get there. Okay, here we go. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues. That's amazing when you say in their synagogues. Not the synagogues, in their synagogues. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And in 24:14, Matthew 24, verse 14, it says here, Jesus is saying again, And this is the gospel of the kingdom which will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. So if I put both of them together, so Jesus was going about preaching the gospel of the kingdom and demonstrating that kingdom, the power of the kingdom, because it says he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom and what was he doing? Healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Now, what, what he was doing was something that was never done before. This was a new doctrine to the Pharisees and the scribes. But he was demonstrating the power of the kingdom. And in 24.14, and I put that together with it, he said this gospel of the kingdom will, will means that's something that's going to happen, be preached in all the world, what? As a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. <laughs> that is loaded. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached as in all the world as a witness. Then the end will come. So if anybody tell you Jesus is coming this year, uh-uh, he ain't coming this year because it hasn't been demonstrated the gospel of the kingdom has not borne witness of who Christ is. Anyhow, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, so Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom, which is the good news of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. So you see me using that term interchangeably, the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. So what is this kingdom Jesus was referring to? And I could, you know, you could imagine when he's, he's talking about this, saying this, and to these Jewish people, what's he talking about? I never, we never heard this, this, this thing before. And we who, how many thousands of years later, 
How many of us really understand what the kingdom of God is or the kingdom of heaven? Even though we say we love Jesus, we believe in Jesus, but what is that what is that kingdom of God? What is that? What that? What's that? What's that all about? I mean if somebody asks any one of you to describe the kingdom of God, to tell them what it is, would you be able to do it? We sh- yeah, yeah. We should be able to. Because we are citizens of that kingdom. Now if you don't know how to describe it, you don't really know what your benefits are and your rights as a citizen of the kingdom. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. So it, it's good for us to know what it is. Okay? So I'll, let me just define the word, the ki- word kingdom. The Greek word, I'm just going to pronounce it. I'm not going to um, try and spell it. It's called Basilia. So it's Basilia. Which refers to rule. Rule. <laughs> a realm or a royal domain. So it's referring to, when you hear kingdom, it's referring to a realm of, or, 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 or area of rule or position of rule and in a royal domain. A royal domain. So that already says something about, if you're a citizen of the kingdom, you know that you are royalty. And I'm not just saying that based on the definition. I'm saying that based on what, say what, we are what? Kings and priests? To God. A kingdom of kings and priests. So it already talked about, alright, so, understand. That's what I always say. You've got to know who you are. You can't let people tell you who you are. Once you know who you are in Christ, I don't care what other people say. You see, and that's what, where people get messed up. They allow people to dictate who they are. And, you know, as I said, people put, try and put you in their own box. Put you in their mold. You see, but Jesus came to give the good news of the kingdom. And as far as I know, based on what he said, that good news is to set the captive free. So when people want to put you in their box, they want to put you in their little, put you in a bondage. And we're able to take you out when they want to play with you and put you back in the box when they're done with you. But as I said, when you know who you are and people can't put you in their box, the next thing that they want to do is to just get rid of you. That's what they did with Jesus and Paul, the apostles. Because they don't know how to handle you. They can't control you. Because our identity is in Christ. <laughs> so when we're raising our kids... They got to know, you got to let them know. Don't let people tell you who you are. God, the Word of God, dictates who you are. So you better know who you are. But don't get, once you know who you are, I don't have to tell you don't get puffed up. You, you understand that you got to walk in humility. And you understand that you're in a kingdom. And the family businesses rule. Glory to God. <laughs> I tell you, the Lord, boy, you, when you meditate on the Word and the Holy Spirit starts showing you who you are, I don't know, people could say, if they're bored. They're serving Jesus, is, they're bored, they don't know what to do, they're, they're depressed. They're, you, you see, you don't know who you are. You don't understand what Jesus has, what God has done when He sent His Son. And when Jesus allowed himself to be put on the cross, he allowed it. 
Nobody took his life. He did it willingly so that we could come before the Father in his righteousness and have koinonia with him and the Father. Do you understand what a koinonia is? Oh my God. I'm getting chills right now just talking about this thing. Because you start understanding your rights, your privileges, how much God loves you. And we did nothing to deserve it. Absolutely nothing. You can't be good enough. You can't dress up right, right. You can't re, you can't, you can't re, memorize enough Bible verses. Because it has nothing to do with you. As you were sharing my sister, you make yourself available and the Holy Spirit will use you. You see, because of glory. Everything Jesus did. Man can't put, he don't have anything to do with it. Our salvation, we have nothing to do with it. It was a free gift. God showing mercy and compassion. Anyhow, I talked about this in the last years, the love of God. But when you meditate on it, all you can do is say, thank you, Jesus. We didn't deserve it. Truly. Anyhow. So there are four necessary components of any kingdom. You know, territory, land or property. Has to have a ruler. Subjects or people living in the territory. And a system of laws and rules. And a basic structure of government. Got to understand that, that this kingdom we are talking about. Is not like the kingdoms of this world. It's not like the kingdoms of this world. But these four components. Make up. Well kind of frame. The kingdom of God. So there has to be territory. There has to be a ruler. Subjects. And a system of laws. Alright? And a structure of government which the kingdom of God has. And no kingdom is complete without these basic elements. Now the kingdom of heaven is patriarchal. Now we use that term to refer to, you know, when it's a patriarch, there's matriarch and patriarch. So patriarch refers to some head that's male. Don't get it twisted. Because you have those who might say, well, you know, they get turned off because it's like they, it's a male figure. Now, don't don't get twisted. We, in our language, we got to use some type of thing to, to to explain something. So it's patriarchal, which means that there's an entity or person is the founder. In this case, it refers to our heavenly Father, because He created everything. He's the creator, creator of all things, seen and unseen. He's a living God. The everlasting Father. And this kingdom derives from him. The kingdom of God is not a democracy. It is absolutely not a democracy. The subjects of the kingdom do not get to make, change, or set the laws and how the kingdom is governed. They are willing subjects of that kingdom. We don't get to vote about how things are going to happen. It's already dictated by the founder, the father. And this kingdom is not earthly, it's spiritual. So, just being spiritual tells you that it supersedes the earthly kingdom. Just being spiritual. Okay? And the laws and rules are determined by the king. 
And we know who the king is. Right? The kingdom is eternal. It has no end. It has no end. Because like, our king is eternal. You don't have a subsequent one inheriting the throne. As the king, one king dies, you have somebody taken over and take... No. Our king is eternal. He is everlasting. He was from the beginning and he's the end. He's eternal. (laughs) So his kingdom has no end. So I'll just give you a little backdrop now to our king. Prior to the birth of Jesus, the angel appeared to Mary. Now the verses... What I'm talking about here is going to describe a little bit of the backdrop. So, the angel was sent to Mary, and as prophesied, uh, the virgin was espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. That is important. Because the house of David is pertinent to the prophecy, to who the king is, identify who the king is. Now, Mary, as we know, was the virgin. And the angel came to her and said some very interesting things to her. He said, you shall conceive in your womb, bring forth a son. And this is his name. His name will be Jesus. And it says that he shall be great and be called the son of the most highest. We understand that we've heard that. Now this is important. The Lord shall give him unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there shall be no end. That's from Luke chapter 1. So that's critical. He's telling Mary what this son, what this child is going to be. He's going to have a kingdom. But this kingdom is not a physical kingdom. How do I know that? Because Jesus said so. And, and I'll show you where he said that. So everything the angel is telling this Mary... It has all spiritual connotations to it. Understand, when God speaks, when the Holy Spirit speaks, when Jesus speaks, nothing they're saying is temporal. Everything they're saying has to do with eternal things. Okay? So Jesus Christ was born to be king because it was prophesied and declared by the angel. The angel is only telling Mary What God had already established is going to happen. He's telling her because in time and space, now chronologically, this has to happen in time and space. It was already determined. But now in time and space, this has to happen. I'm just telling her what is going to transpire. So if we, let's let's read uh, John chapter 18 verses 36 and 37. Let me just go there. John chapter 18, verses 36 to 37. Now, let me know when you're there. This is, this is when Jesus was being questioned by Pontius Pilate. And Jesus answered, Pilate asked him a question. Well, let me just read what Pilate was asking him in verse 35. Pilate answered when Jesus said something. He said, am I a Jew? Basically, I'm not supposed to, I don't know what, I'm not a Jew. I don't know these things. He said, your, your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. He said, what have you done? Now listen to Jesus' answer. Jesus says, my kingdom. He asked Jesus, what did you do? Jesus says, my kingdom. 
Now he's talking about a kingdom. Is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. So that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. So Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Because if Jesus is saying, talking about a kingdom, that's an appropriate question. He said, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You said rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. And for this cause I have come into the world. That I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Now listen to what Jesus said. Oh my, that is so... Remember before the scriptures in the beginning I said, Jesus said, he, was, he came to give the good news of the kingdom. And he said, this kingdom, the good news of this kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness. Then the end will come. Look what Jesus said. I have come that I should bear what? Witness to the truth. The kingdom of God is to bear witness to the truth. What is that truth? The truth, that's right. That's right. The truth of who God is. The truth of what God intends to do. The truth of what, who, of what God intends to accomplish through Christ. He came to bear witness of the truth. Okay? And say, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Anyone who gets understanding of this truth, because it will be declared through the good news of the kingdom, they would hear me and unknow me. Alright, so I wanted to read that. So, my kingdom, as Jesus said, is not of this world. His government is not of this world. It's not from here. So Jesus knew he was not here literally to take up a physical throne. The throne of David wasn't a physical throne he was going to take over. It's a, it's a spiritual throne. Because back in, the, in Genesis, what did God tell Abraham? He said, you'll be a father of many nations. God wasn't talking about the physical. He's talking spirit. Because in that he said, Abraham, what? Through your seed, all the nations, not the Jewish nation, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. So what God told Abraham is happening here about this king. Because this king has a kingdom and the reason why he is here is to express to us what this kingdom is, to demonstrate what it is, lay down his life so that all the nations can be brought into the kingdom through him. That's how all the nations of the world will be blessed. It's, it's everything is spirit. Nothing is unnatural. Everything is spirit with God. Everything with God is spirit. So we have to now put on our spiritual caps. Well, I don't know if we can really put on a spiritual cap. But we have to allow our minds to be open. So the Holy Spirit can sh reveal, show us and teach us what it is God is doing. So when you make yourself available, what you are doing is demonstrating my sister, the power of the kingdom. As a citizen, we are to edify one another. Because we were talking about what, why are we members of the body? 
to edify one another so that we can mature in Christ. Because when you mature in Christ, as you walk, you allow the Spirit to use you to demonstrate the power of the kingdom. That's what Jesus was doing. What we are saying is the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame are walking. Jesus went about doing what? Healing all manner of diseases. He was preaching the good news of the kingdom, but he was also demonstrating the power of the kingdom. Alright? So we are not all in the... Oh my God. If you see how it all ties together, we are not all in the body to do the same thing. See? So I have a gift of healing. You may have a gift of healing. I may not have that. I have a different gift. My sister has a different gift. But all of us make up Christ. So what Jesus was doing, parts of his body will be doing the same thing. But all encompassing, we all make up Christ. We are the body of Christ. And his kingdom is in us. Why? Because we were were singing before. When Jesus said, and they asked, where is the kingdom? He said, it's not here or there. You, You can't put your hands on it. I can't tell you, I can't give you a coordinates to find this kingdom. It's not an earthly kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom. But you would know it. He said, it's, the kingdom of God is what? He said at the time when he was there. It's among you. And it shall be in you. So the bottom line is, where is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is in us. Because wherever the king is, that's where the kingdom is. So you're walking around with the kingdom in you. Amen. Amen. You're walking around with, with you because the kingdom is spirit. So Jesus announced his purpose in Luke 4.18. You know what? I'm going to read that. I know we've heard it, but I, it's good to read it once in a while. Luke 4.18. And you meditate on it and you it'll it'll just... It just blows me away. In Luke four eighteen, Jesus says, "You there? You guys should. We all probably know this by heart." Jesus found in the book of Isaiah. He stood in the temple, and he opened to the book of Isaiah. He's declaring something. Very. He didn't just. He didn't just read that <laughs> haphazardly enough. So he found where it was written about him and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. What good news is that? The good news of the kingdom. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to and of verse 19, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. He's declaring his purpose, his mission. But also he's declaring the good news of the kingdom. That's why when we were in Matthew four twenty-three, And it talked about what Jesus was doing in Matthew four twenty-three, And I'll go back and read the scripture for you. Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases among the people. 
He was doing exactly what he declared in, in, in Luke uh, 4.18. Dem- not only preaching, but demonstrating the power of the kingdom. What it is he came to, uh, to accomplish. So we, as citizens of the kingdom, we have no need to be depressed, to be fearful. When you hear about demons and devils, we get spooky and we get afraid. No, you don't have to be afraid. The only reason you're afraid is if you don't know, you're ignorant. When you don't know who you are, you will be, you have a right to be scared. Because they will beat you up. You don't have to, you don't need to be afraid of anybody or anything. You don't, you don't let people hold you hostage, threatening your life. Whether we live or die, we in Christ. <laughs> Glory to God. When we get to that mindset, that we're not afraid to put this body off, no, at any time. That's what we got to get. Because if you read back in the book of Acts, the saints, these people were happy when they were beaten and tortured. Because they said, oh, we're going to get a better resurrection. They understand that whether they live or die, as Paul said, whether I live or die, I'm in Christ. We got to, listen, you can, you can talk, you can liposuction, you can do whatever you want. You got to put the body off one day. Whether you put it off tomorrow or you put it off 50 years down the road. It's got to go. So don't, don't trip about it. I mean, who is the one who dictates? Who knows our beginning from our end? Our Father. And He won't allow us to leave this body before our time. It doesn't matter. If you're walking with Him, based on what the Word of God says about who He is to us, we're walking in the light. He said He will keep us. As we walk by faith, He keeps us by His power. So no matter what people try to do, what they say, don't worry. That's why you have irene, peace. (laughs) Oh my God. Isn't that awesome? Once you get past the fear... You, li- you can live that life freely, without reservation, without feel- feeling t- in bondage. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that because this is going to happen. No. He came to set the captive free. And you know, I always say, we have to be ready to let go of anything at any time. Because you never know what the Lord will ask you to do. That takes faith. That's what you say, brother. Faith Street, sister. Faith Street. Faith Street. We have to get on. We have to learn to walk on Faith Street, and it ain't easy. It's not easy. It's not for the weak of heart. But if you know your Father and you know how much He loves you, it's not too difficult to walk on Faith Street. I'm not saying it's easy, but what? But we have to make a choice daily. And when you know you're loved. And you know that the, that, the, that the Lord has your back. He, he tells us what He's... He already told us what He's going to do. We don't have to fear. But once we get past that, there's a liberty. He said, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. There's a liberty that we have in Christ. That we have no fear. You don't worry about anything. You don't worry about your kids. You don't worry about your job. You, don't, you know, you... D- the best thing we could do for our kids is to live a life in Christ. That they can see us. 
living a life free of fear and intimidation and, and insecure in our insecurities. And they, they see how we, 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 we adapt and how we, 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 we deal with the, with the challenges in our lives. And how we deal with the successes in our lives. Not just the challenges. How we deal with when we have success. That's the best witness we can be of Christ. In this earth. Anyhow. Alright, I'm not going to finish part one. I'm just going to um, just tie it up here. Next week we'll pick up a way, you know, pick, pick up on this. So... If anything we get out of this today, understand that we, the kingdom of God is in us. And the king is Christ. It's Jesus Christ. And there's something, this gospel of the kingdom, he said it will be preached in all the world as a witness to the nations. See, this is where we got to get. And Jesus spoke about this in John 17. That's where this, that's when that ministry was birthed. Tabernacle of Promise. Because the Lord was showing me what it is, where we need to get as people of the, of the kingdom of God. Anyhow. I'm going to stop there and I'll pick this up next week. Amen? Amen.